Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the 153anglers.com to place your order today. Based in Santa Ana, California, BioAno Power provides the highest performance lithium-ion phosphate batteries for the marine market. These batteries are one quarter the weight of sealed lead acid batteries, provide over 2,000 to 3,000 charge cycles, and a 10-plus year service life. These batteries can be used for any deep cycle application, including running fish finders, trolling motors, live wells, and LED lights. For more information, visit BioAnoPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W. WER.com or contact dealers nationwide. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. You're listening to the final cast on Paddle and Finn Podcast Network. I'm Brad. What's up? I'm Josh. What's up, Josh? How you doing? Brad. What's up? What's up, Brad? <laughs> Not much. I'm sitting here <laughs> playing with my crankbaits. <laughs> so do you think the transition from the Biano Power thing to our intro is about the funniest like musical <laughs> yeah. transition possible? Yeah. <laughs> like a little stairway to heaven and then straight back down to hell real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so weird, dude. It's, it sounds like Coldplay and then Slayer. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never really thought about it, but that's funny. <laughs> well, cool, man. We got a uh, cool episode lined up for this show. Uh, uh, John Morkman of uh, 153 Bates. We had a segment with matt and kent earlier this year right i believe something like that um so we wanted to bring john back on he's the owner of 153 baits we're gonna be talking about uh the crank baits and the website and whatever else we want to get into so i guess we could start off since you weren't on the last show john let's hear a little bit about you well uh married three kids um my full-time job is I'm a uh, senior pastor of a church in Troy, Ohio. I'm pastoring going on six years. Um, 
love fishing. Started picking up uh, doing crankbaits last year. I actually started painting in November. It was the first time I ever started painting and was, was in November. And uh, kind of just evolved from there and love it. And find myself downstairs painting alone, listening to different podcasts and the silence and just loving it. Yeah, you. it's funny because we'll get random pictures throughout the week sometimes. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. look what I just painted. Or like, yeah. oh, that's cool. <laughs> you put that or, on the website. Throw that away. <laughs> throw that away. <laughs> that was no good. <laughs> so what inspired you to start doing this? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we, we started doing soft plastics uh, last summer and started uh, white labeling them. And uh, we get it from a manufacturer here in the United States. They're all American made. And uh, got into, somebody said, hey, do you think you could paint this? I'm like, sure, it can't be that hard. And next thing you know, I'm neck deep in blanks and paint and airbrushes and just start rolling from there. Is that like a hard process to start? As far as what, starting starting to paint uh, a crayon? Yeah, I mean, like, like the whole learning curve to it, I guess. Um, it's... You gotta have steady hands, in which I have mm -hmm. learned that that I, I've I have issues. I don't I don't have steady hands because of a lot of medical issues I've had. So mm -hmm. I've had to learn different tricks and tips to keep my my stencils uh, stopped from moving. Um, so once I started learning some of these things that I couldn't do, what everybody else could do, um, it just started coming together. And thank God for three D printers because three uh, D templates are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you own one? No, I do not. I, I order okay. everything. Oh, okay. I got you. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. So, Although I do got a uh, a dental mold uh, plate to where I actually heat up plastic mm -hmm. and drop it on top of a crankbait. So I take a crankbait, cut it in half. I could drop it down on it as it's heated up. It'll suction down and create my own uh, 3Ds. And I just take a Dremel and cut out what I want at that point. Oh, interesting. That's cool. Heck yeah. Um, so with uh, is it expensive to start up? Like, you know, like... I'm assuming you probably you had to go out and buy airbrush, you know, different tips, bunch of paint, you know, you're buying blanks and whatnot. Absolutely, it sure is. For those that want to get, don't get into it. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it's not. I mean, the most expensive thing is the long game of the paint. I mean, you're looking anywhere from eight dollars to fifteen dollars for two or three ounces of paint. Yeah. Um, so, and you're running anywhere from three to six drops of paint per crankbait. So, uh, no, the, the airbrush itself, you're looking at about $150 range. Air compressors right around 100 bucks. So it's not too too hateful. Hmm. So, see, three to six drops of paint. You said. Yep. Yep. Are you are you cleaning out like the brush quite a bit? Between each paint that goes in, you, you, you have to be, uh, you have to clear it out. Yeah. Wow, man, I hate clean, cleaning out my uh, paintbrush at work. I can't imagine doing an <laughs> airbrush. <laughs> it's actually not bad. I actually got this squeeze uh, squeeze jug. It's got like a needle tip on it, but I shove it down into the hopper and I squeeze it. And it blows all the paint out of it, and I just dump it into a little bucket, filled with water, a couple sprays, and it's done because it's water based paint. Okay, yeah. I guess. And you. so. Yeah, so I've got a um, like a, a vent for a bathroom sitting in, at my desk with a filter in front of it, and it'll suck all those particles through it, so I'm not breathing it. So I literally just spray it till it's empty, flush it out, put water in it, spray it in, in a basin, 
and put new paint in it and good to go. I'm going to have to come over and watch you do it or you teach Absolutely. me a thing or thing, thing or Absolutely. two because that looks cool. Yeah, it, it's, awesome. it's a blast. It's a blast. You're only limited by your imagination. No pun intended. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what um, you've gotten into, you know, obviously you you're one of our sponsors and I got to take a look at some of the stuff that you painted, man. And, you know, I was really impressed with what you had presented out on the, um, on the table. And, you know, one of my favorite ones was happened to be the one that, uh, Brad helped to, to, uh, you know, kind of come up with some ideas for. And so, so far with that, like, how has it been like working with different anglers and kind of getting their input, like come, what kind of started that idea? Um, actually Matt Souders brought it up. He, he had an idea of wanted something and could then came to, I think it was Brad and then Grant. Um, and I absolutely love it because you know, I'm one of those guys that I'll go to a used bookstore just to find, uh, journals because that is a gateway into people's minds. And when he comes to crankbaits and guys design them, it's a gateway into their mind of how they fish and what they see and what they believe will, will actually work for them. So, uh, I see it as an opportunity as a gateway in, into their life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. It, well, I bought some baits, man. And I, I, you know, I, I was real excited when I saw them cause I hadn't seen, um, any of your hard baits. I think Brad had showed me some of the soft plastics you guys had made on a trip or yeah. two that we had done. Um, mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen any. So, but dude, I just want to commend you on like your work ethic out there. You, you know, you, when you guys were out there, you were always at the table, you were interacting with everybody. Um, you know, I, that night that those, the team guys, <laughs> the team guys had totally forgotten their, uh, to pick up their identifiers for the team, um, tournament. And I stopped by and Matt and John are at a table and they had been at the table <laughs> at the time when we left, right. Which was about eight i don't know eight or something like that <laughs> yeah. and i show up and it's like 10 30 maybe i don't yep. even know it was really late it and was. i sat down and talked to them <laughs> while they're sitting there putting uh hooks on their hard baits and stuff man just the whole time i was cracking up because matt looked like death warmed over he was complaining about <laughs> his eyes were all bloodshot like from staring at the face that <laughs> looks like that all the time though <laughs> he, he, uh, it was hilarious he was all pissed off because he dumped his orange juice and john's making fun <laughs> yeah. of him about it like but i mean i sat down and talked to you yeah. guys for like 30 or 40 minutes and then i had to make sure i left like a somewhat early man i didn't even get back back into town till like 12 30 or one o'clock that night and got up at oh my four gosh. 4 30 oh my gosh <laughs> it was scary it was a bad drive like a bad it was bad on the way there but super bad on the way back i should have just taken my kayak and my gear and stayed over there because i yep. ended up like being closer when i was to where i went that day and fished i was closer to the ramp when i was at their place than back at the marina at Eastport. so but um man you guys you know you guys are Two very approachable people. I think that's very important in this business, especially when you are like live on site of a tournament or something like that, you know, Um, and you guys were very, very friendly. Um, You know, I know you hooked up a lot of people with some great deals, you know, while they were out there and it just, it showed really good character, man. And I just, I really appreciated what you guys did for us at that open. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It was, it was a blast and 
not much sleep um, at all, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And a uh, fun little pun, pin put in here. If we had Band-Aids that night, I think uh, I think Matt would have had one every one of his fingers. From <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a rough night. That was a rough night. <laughs> I walked in and Matt's hair is all messed up. He like turns <laughs> yeah. around like, who's here? And John's looking at him, shaking his head because he's like, who dumped my orange juice? And <laughs> Man, so I've, I've known Matt my whole life and that's like, that's him to a T. Like he's always been like that. <laughs> he's always been the kind of guy that never gets any sleep and he's always working yeah. and, you know, he, yeah, he, he's a good guy. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, so I, I'm glad he hooked me up with you guys too. It, it's been it's been fun being helping you guys and being a part of it. It's been a blast, and uh, we we absolutely value your your opinion. I, I'm always throwing stuff at him. Hey, what do you think of this? And I actually got the chance to go to his house today and drop a, a nice package off there, and and uh, just I, I enjoy working with people. You know, again, seeing what what they think, how they think, and how they process really helps me because it expands my vision, my horizon and how I can uh, approach fishing. Right. And that's another cool thing. Uh, if you're making a bait for somebody and before you're even finished, you'll show them like the steps like you have with me. Mm -hmm. Um, you'll say, all right, does this look good? What do you need to change or what do I need to change? And I think that's cool yep. because not very many people out there do that. They just make the bait and then they ship it out. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. that's, that's really cool. It's just like the first one. I didn't like the way the lines came out. And I said it to mm -hmm. him, I said, hey, this is this is the idea of it, but I'm redoing it because I don't like it. And then the one this he has, yeah. And the one he has, he's actually getting another one because I don't like the way that one turned out, but I didn't have time <laughs> to redo it because uh, because he needed it. But, uh, but yeah. It looks great. I mean, that that's exactly what – I wanted so I've had this this exact square bill. I used to throw it in the river all the time. Um, well, it wasn't a square bill that I had. It was a rounded bill and it, um, yeah. four to six foot diver. Uh, I was like, I need this in a square bill. I've never seen that in a square bill, and I didn't want to go to Bass Pro and look for it, you know, because that's like an hour away. So I was like, perfect. I need you guys to make me one. There you go. It's a great. And and you're the one that spearheaded the uh, the new part on our webpage. Oh yeah, the uh, custom uh, hard baits. I guess we yep. can go into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you are the those, creator of it. Yeah, Brad. Uh, I didn't know Brad was the creator of it. I mean, I wouldn't give him that much credit. I mean, it's Brad. <laughs> well, just I, kidding. I'm just well, totally I'm, kidding, dude. Um, I'm just but, sitting no. at work and I think of this kind of stuff, and it just pops in my head. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm texting John. Well, go ahead and tell <laughs> everybody what it's what you what the idea is, John, behind it. So uh, Brad messaged me and said, "Hey, you need to figure out a way." I'm paraphrasing here to uh, make it to where somebody can order something custom. I'm like, okay. He's like, like I have a, a crankbait that I want done. He's like, but I don't I don't really know where to go or have it done, whatever. He's like, and I know you can paint it. So I said, well, send it to me. Well, we ended up making it and. This is actually the third uh, redo, remaster of it uh, for what, what is live right now. But uh, you simply just go through and pick out what type of crankbait you want, upload the photo for reference, and then you just answer the questions, the colors on the back, the sides, the belly, the tails, I mean, everything. 
Uh, you can upload multiple um, pictures, certain stencils. You want you, you want our hooks, or you want you have your special hooks. I have guys that's reached out to me. Scott Knoll is uh, a a guy that reaches out to us, and we hook him up. He's one of our pro staffers as well, but he is sponsored by Vector Hooks, so he can only use Vector Hooks. So everything we pay for him gets sent to him with no hooks on it. And so I didn't know that. And we, yeah, yep. So we we started doing that, and things are kicking off. Scott's a legit angler too. I mean, he's fishing FLWs and stuff like Louisiana yep. and all that stuff. Yep, he's at um, uh, what is it, Saint Croix in two weeks. Yeah, and I think yep. Matt told me he he goes down to Rocky Fork. He wins these tournaments, wins money, and that's what pays <laughs> to go yep. fish these FLWs. I'm like, man. Yeah, I know so, who to so talk to when we have a uh, Rocky Fork tournament next. Absolutely. So, so the donkey <laughs> tail that you caught your twenty plus inch on this past weekend. Yeah. Scott uh, got a five and a half pounder on one of our donkey tails and one big bass. One I think five or six hundred bucks a couple weekends ago. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I want to do a screen share of the process here. Uh, we we ran over the. Uh, custom order so i'm gonna let's see i'm gonna use this picture right here for people who are watching uh on youtube we're gonna use this uh, crankbait for example um let's see sorry I, I got the website pulled up but i need to screen share real quick and all right here it is this is the home page 153 baits uh you see in the top bar it says customize your own you just click that and this is where you customize your own hard bait yeah. so you guys got the 1.5 uh 2.5 the wobbler jerks uh jerk bait a lipless and a deep diving um i do want to ask what what's the difference between the wobbler and the other two all right so so go ahead and click on the 2.5 okay and it'll bring up a picture of what a 2.5 looks like Mm -hmm. If you click the wobbler, it'll show you exactly what the wobbler looks like. Okay. Well, well, it should. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there, okay. There it it's a little bit. The head's a little bit shaped weird, yeah. different. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a, of a tighter, tighter move, and it kind of just wobbles a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so, and I, Brad, I think you think you're the one who came up with that name, wasn't it? The wobbler, because the way it ran. Yeah, the weeping wobbler. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Why like, was it weeping? Was it crying? What, what I don't know. I don't remember why. Were you crying? Like, well, I was. Cr I was crying because it was so beautiful. That's what it was. <laughs> Suck up. <laughs> uh, no, I do like the head shape. It, it looks cool. It's different. Yeah. yeah. But uh, upload picture for reference is where you can click that, and the picture that I just used, you can upload it here. And uh, I don't know if it went. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. 
Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It should have went. But once it does upload, then you go through all this stuff, uh, details. Like, when, when I placed my order, I put on the bottom... Uh, orange because in the picture that I sent or in the picture that I uploaded, you couldn't see the bottom. So I was like, make sure the bottom's orange and you know, all that stuff. And then of course you guys got all these questions here too. So, I mean, the more detail, the better off, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And then stenciling. I mean, is there. So like, like stenciling Um, let's take for instance, like the one you uploaded. You know, you can actually go with your standard uh, fire tiger uh, sides, or you can go something totally different. You can go like the the Steel City that you created with the mesh sides. You, you can upload anything you want there. Um, you know, kind of like you you when you started the uh, Steel City, you told me what you wanted. You showed me a picture of it. You said, "But I think we can do, you know, add a little red to it, white belly to it. You can add all these things to it." But all these pictures with the stencils helps us. Like mm-hmm. if you, you can take two and three crankbaits and put them together and you say, I like the stenciling in all three of these. I like to layer them in different colors or different shades of that color. You know, what, what can we do? That is really cool. Po- and, uh, the uh, possibilities are endless, I guess. I was trying to so say. So have you thought about um, like integrating the things that you've used as far as like color names, choices, and or like the stencil names? to like a drop down in those. So if somebody doesn't really kind of know what the name of it is or whatever, what they could reference, maybe if you had like a picture or something like that, and be like, all right, here's like the honeycomb netting stenciling that you're talking about from Brad's bait. You know, that's what this pattern is. Do you want that? You know, that sort of thing. That's a great idea. I never thought about that. That's, that's something I will, uh, I'll definitely work on here next week. Yeah. Cause Absolutely. I think that would kind of, cause I mean, sometimes, you know, like, like, some people may not be familiar with the names of it are, or, you know, mm-hmm. how to reference what it is. And I mean, but obviously you could kind of, you can knock a lot of that out with somebody just <laughs> sending you a couple good pictures of, of a bait that they're trying to match, you know, but if it's going to be something completely custom, like off the wall that, they, you know, somebody's never seen before, like, sure. you know, maybe some, uh, points of reference added in there might help out. Cause I think that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Cause you could come up, you could be like, Oh, I, you know, I have this bait color scheme, but you know, I changed up uh, the stenciling on it or something like that. And who knows, you know, with as picky as fish fish can be like, you know, it'd be kind of yeah. crazy. To see like a simple stencil pattern being the difference in it, you know, like mm-hmm. not even oh, the yeah. color, but who knows? Absolutely. But I had somebody back in December and I think it was either Matt or Nick uh, sent me a message. He said, Hey, can, can you make a, uh, a Christmas theme crankbait? Like, sure. <laughs> you know, send, send me an idea. And, and that's on the website. I don't know if you can pull that, it up, but that like, was me. me I sent you that. Was it you? Okay. <laughs> so he sends me a picture of the little Debbie's cupcake, <laughs> the Christmas tree. 
<laughs> All right, I'm gonna. The only reason I did that was because it was a meme I saw on Facebook. I was like, I gotta send this, oh, send okay, this to them. Okay. So I, yeah, we did here, it. I'm gonna screen share it. Yeah, I sent this, sent the picture to you, and you guys recreated it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, that's yep. awesome. <laughs> and you actually sold a few of them, didn't you? We, we did. I think we sold like five or six of them. That's yeah. awesome. I remember one guy because I, I reposted on Instagram, and the the guy was like. Holy crap! Me and my buddies joke around about the Christmas tree things every Christmas time. And I guess it's some kind of big like running joke with him or something. <laughs> so he bought he bought a few of them, and he was like, "I'm keeping one, and I'm going to catch a fish on the other." <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a good bait. I mean, I know normally you wouldn't like try to chuck a crankbait into a bed, but like with it being white as bright white as it is, like. You know, like how people are using white baits a lot for bed fishing. That'd be hilarious mm -hmm. to catch a bed fish on the Christmas tree crankbait from one. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or in July, I, I what, Christmas in yeah. July. I, I'll tell you this. If anybody catches one on one of those Christmas uh, crankbaits, $50 gift card. Oh, there you go. I'm dead, I'm dead serious. If they get a picture and they legit have to catch it, not just hook it in its mouth. Yeah, I'll give it a $50 gift card for sure. <laughs> there you go. There you go, guys. Get on the website. Go buy one of these crankbaits and catch a fish with it. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> and and if, if you do, tag 153, tag me, tag Pat on Finn. We'll share it on yes. all of our platforms because that's yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be absolutely. awesome. Uh, let's see here. I don't know. Oh, I guess we can talk about the blank. We didn't really talk about the blank much. Okay. So is what what's what's the I mean I are you buying how do you come across the blanks, I guess? So we have our uh, our suppliers that we, we get them and we usually get anywhere from twenty to a hundred at a time. And uh, they're obviously all of them are coming from across the pond, um, because nobody in the state is, is making them. But we have to go through quality control. So every single hard bait that comes in, I physically inspect them. Uh, if there's any cracks, I fill them with with glue. Uh, we have found the 1.5s here lately that the that the bill has been splitting. We had a, a customer actually was throwing it in a river and snapped the uh, the bill two of them. Hmm. And so we repainted it for him and we uh, we sent them to him for free at no charge. But we found out that the uh, the bill in the center was was separating. So we mm -hmm. hit it with some uh, some really good glue, and and uh, we haven't had any issues or any callbacks. So, but we do got to do go through a quality control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. I'm looking at my uh, the bill right here. It does have like a seam in the middle. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. So those are two halves okay. are just sandwiched together. Oh, okay. Yep. Have you uh, tried? Have you thought about doing any uh, chipboard, whatever that stuff's called, like square bills like that? I can't remember the name of it. It's like the computer chipboard material. Hmm. It's like oh, more like a, flexible. Like a motherboard? Yeah, I have not thought about that. I'll have to grab one, man, and show you guys. I think, Brad, you've probably seen it, right? It's it's more flexible. It's usually one piece. It's not as thick, but it's mm -hmm. a, uh, a little bit more flexible. And those, um, they're, they take a good beating because they flex. So, like, mm -hmm. if you're bouncing off the rocks, they don't they don't break as easy. Um but I got into them hearing about them before, like, you know, I, I bought a couple of them and um, 
they they last a, a while like you know when my other ones be breaking off you know fairly quickly these kind of take abuse a little bit i it probably changes up the uh the action a little bit because it te it's tends to be mm -hmm. thin so mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's um you guys while you're talking i'm gonna go see if i can find one real quick all right okay yeah that's yeah cool. yeah uh, and definitely i can check and see if they have and of course supplier so. yeah so see there there's another option absolutely to go towards one five three baits guys i mean the you can customize these things as much as you want i mean yeah. john's easy to work with uh anything from like i mean do you use uh, you do you use a certain hook uh so we have economy hooks for our six and eight they're just your standard economy hooks uh we are starting to use vector hooks number four vector hooks okay. and we will be adding uh six and eight uh, vector hooks as well okay yeah vector I've i've heard a lot about vector lately heard they're pretty good hooks and these so, do feel pretty sticky yeah so so the 2.5s that, that you have uh those are vector hooks all the the, uh, the 1.5s are the economy but they're very very okay. sticky yeah these these vector hooks that's some pretty heavy gauge uh why are they used yeah. for this yeah yeah these are and, these uh, are nice and even the tips are bent bent in i don't remember the actual degree mm -hmm. that they're bent in but they're they're solid uh, I don't know if I can get it to show up in my camera or not, but probably not. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, they are bending a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, they go in pretty deep, too, in your fingers. Yeah, I got one right before we started. <laughs> you guys laughed at me. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I like about these blanks is how loud they are, man. Yeah, they're loud. That's just the one and a half. I mean, here's the two and a half. Yeah. The one a and a half is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. The one and a half's got a higher pitch, and the uh, two and a half's got a little bit deeper pitch for that going deeper with more pressure underwater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, is there a reason why you went with, like, it sounds like there's three BBs in here. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes. There's three still okay. BBs in there. Is there a reason why you went with something like that over maybe one or two or anything? Um, to, to when I first started out, I didn't know what I was ordering, so I just started ordering stuff, and I found I like those better because they make a, a louder sound. Mm -hmm. um, I seem to catch more fish on those, but I honestly I have not ran those other ones to say uh, for certain that those are better than the others or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. but that's uh, that's the majority of what the market is is, is what those are. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the store looking for like rattle 1.5s. They're hard to find, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'll pick up a package and it'll, it'll look like the one I want. And then I'll, I'll rattle the package to see if it's, I'm like, no, it's not <laughs> rattling. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. And they're hard to find. Yeah. So I'm glad I found these for sure. Plus, yeah, I mean, for whatever uh, reason. Yeah. For whatever reason, that, that's the fire crawl. But for whatever reason, a lot of the 1.5s coming out are silent or they have one BB in them. Yeah. See, this is the coolest color that you have done, dude. This thing is this legit. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, if, if you could see it in person, guys, this it looks and, and awesome. <laughs> that was done by accident. Really? When I, when I first came up with it, that, that was a pure accident. Really? That's awesome. Yep. It's a I good pre-spawn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send the bottom you. of it yellow and uh, painted the, the back black. And my daughter who is six came up 
and said she wanted to help and ended up flicking red paint on it. And that was the accident. <laughs> nice. I like it. So, so I redid it and did it a yellow base. Then I did an orange uh, on top of it and then a red on top of that. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's nice. I'm going to send you a picture of a raccoon. You have to do a trash panda crankbait. Oh, (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Well, here's the, uh, here's the board that I was telling you about. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 So that stuff's, you know, it's a little bit more flexible. I mean, I don't want to sit there and flex it too much, but it takes damage really well. Like, compared to the normal plastic that you see on a lot of crankbaits. So, mm-hmm. um, but I can't remember the name of this material. I wanted to say I've, I've heard it be call, called chipboard before, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't even remember who makes this bait. When, when you said chipboard, I thought you were saying like OSB. Oh, yeah, 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 I see. Um, I can't, it's kind of like, it's a plastic. It's, you can see it. It's kind it's of. Almost like a, it's like a corrugated plastic. Yeah, it's. It's uh, it's pretty good stuff though, man. From what a lot, a lot of people started throwing more crankbaits like that, they found they didn't break the bill as easily. But okay. who knows though? Might just be a gimmick. Yeah, I'll I'll dive in and see what I can do. I yeah, I was gonna mention that too. I recently saw a post. Uh, somebody was buying crankbaits from a big uh, big brand out there, and uh, they're like, "Oh my 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 uh, square bills are breaking." Um, that just goes to show that. All across the board, it happens. I, I mean, nobody's nobody's gonna not break a bill. You know what I mean? But yeah, and it doesn't take much. I mean, you can yeah. uh, one bad cast. You know, it, it, fishing really, <laughs> when you think about it, the equipment that you're using is pretty sensitive, especially for bass fishing and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, one. I mean, I've watched guys to pull out mega bass baits first cast. <laughs> drill their kayak with it and snap it you know like yeah. i mean i've seen it several times and it's always hilarious because it's never the cheap cheap one it's always like <laughs> no. the 20 dollar one yeah, and yeah. you just hear whack and a whole lot of cursing and i'm like what happened and they're like a brand new you know popper for mega bass i just shattered it on the front of my kayak you know so <laughs> or you cast into a bridge like i do and it just yeah. shatters yeah i mean I've, I've thrown them into rocks you know like <laughs> hey they're that's why they're, they're square square bills man they're they're not meant to hold up you're supposed to catch some no. fish on it and buy some well, more not, not to be that guy but um almost i would say probably about 80 about 80 85 percent of and I, those are just i don't want to say facetious numbers but those are numbers that i i believe i have not done a extensive background on it but i believe in about 80 85 percent of the hard baits all come from across the pond and they just paint them, mm-hmm. uh, even, even a larger one. So they say it's a USA made, it might be painted and assembled in the United States, but most of them from over there. So they're all coming from the same place, same plastic, same setup. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, we might hand paint them ourselves and they might have you know, machines paint theirs, but they're all exactly the same. They really yeah. are. Yeah. It's, it's, 
real funny. There's a lot of made in America term, you know, terming on products nowadays. And it's, it's kind of unfortunate really that people do that. Um, you know, I mean, really overall, there's so much stuff that comes from overseas that gets here, especially in the fishing game. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, and don't get me wrong. I am one for supporting our, things that are made in America, but at the same time, you've got to be realistic about it. And there's some people that are throwing that label on their stuff when it truly isn't, you know, and it stinks because there's a lot of people who are very faithful to that. And so to kind of just slap that labeling on your product just to sell is kind of, you know, I I think it kind of goes against the whole, um, mentality that's behind that you know but it is what it is but you know it's i'm gonna say man (laughs) overseas they make cool stuff though too there's stuff that comes like my buddy dylan he's got this new addiction he's been telling me about brad i was talking to him the other day yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) talk to him on the river (laughs) he's buying like rare jdm mega bass vision 110s and all this stuff that you cannot get here like and he buy he's buying them now and he's like i, I don't know what i've gotten myself into like he's like but they're so they're so awesome looking <laughs> well that brings me that brings me to kind of my next point the uh, 110 jerk bait that you guys offer is the exact same blank right yes the mega that is bass. correct that is correct why, so, so why the, not so go to 153 uh, you know what i mean Exactly. So their patent uh, went up, so it became an open market. So everybody started manufacturing it, and uh, so we, we do the 110s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's a no-brainer to me. It's half the price. You can pick yeah. whatever color you want. Yep. You might as well just go 153. I mean. Absolutely. Right. It's awesome. Thank you. So what's uh what kind of stuff are you guys thinking about working on? Any new things you're gonna kind of bring to the table, introduce on the site? Well, we are uh, we're working on developing spinner baits. Um, that's one thing we're working on. Two things that I don't know, Josh, if you've seen those at uh, Dale Hollow, but the J rig and pinwheel. Yeah, we're working, yeah. We're working on. <laughs> I can't remember. You showed me one of them. You had one done. I want to say it was the pinwheel, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the pinwheel, and I don't, I don't think Brad has seen it or heard of it. I think this is no. the first time. So the pinwheel is that we actually take an umbrella rig and we actually open it up. We cut them down to worry about inch and a half to two inches uh, hanging off of the head, four of them. And then we, we leave the center one long, but we actually attach a quarter ounce VMC um, swim bait hook to it uh, with, with a screw head. And we actually will screw in a uh, swim bait, uh, like a five inch uh, or like a boot tail, something like that. And then put in number three or number four Colorado blades around the top. So it looks like a giant ball and a little tiny five inch swim bait running behind it, trying to eat the ball. And the bigger bass will come up and just hammer that bait, that five inch. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard you guys talk about that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. looking. He made one when we were at the uh, at the open. Was that the first time you made it? Freezing up a little bit. No, no. Sorry, you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where where I am, I'm at my country, and there uh, is no internet in here, so I'm using my phone. 
Oh, you're good. You're good, buddy. Yeah, it just cut out for a second. You, we hadn't had any problems up until then, but was that the okay, so good. was that the first time you made it that weekend? No, or was it no, okay. no, it wasn't. That was actually my third one. Uh, the, the first one that I did, it uh, we started fishing. I made it, went out, drove. By the time I drove to the spot, tied it on, threw it. Um, it was about 47 minutes, and I already caught a fish on it. Wow. Nice. And water temperatures, water temperatures about 50, 51. Wow. How, how big yeah, is that profile total? Uh, you're looking about three and a half, four inches. Okay. That's not so, bad. That's a nice. No. And uh, that's the pinwheel. And it's only got one hook on it, four blades. And, okay. Uh, so it is a, it's legal in Ohio. Uh, yep. Yep. And then the J rig is pretty much a spinner blade, spinner bait with two arms comes off the top. With four number four willow blades. Interesting. I I think I've seen somebody else doing that too, but I mean, not very often. Mm -mm, no, and these are pretty much a rig alternatives. What they are. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, you don't hear guys throwing the a, a rig much in Ohio, just because the regulations here. Yep. Well, people throw it, but they tend to throw it. Um, like I think I, I don't know if Rob Orr does, but there's a few guys that I've seen that are they throw it on the Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, for striper fishing and that sort of thing. But um, I think what's our limit? I can't remember what our limit is here. Is it two hooks or two? something weird? I thought it was three, but I could be two mistaken. Or, yeah, it's yeah, two, two or three. three. Two or something three, like but it's, you know, um, I don't know. Like it's from what I understand, it's a great bait to throw um, in that transitional period. Um, kind of when they start, is it when they kind of start ramping up from winter to spring? Yeah. Um, but um i don't know it's just it's not really taken off real big in our immediate area but i do know some people throw it you know um i think a couple of the panel fin crews throw it i think uh i think i saw Susie had one tied on at the open i think milford's been throwing one yeah after he did a show with uh jay wallen about it yeah but um me and matt was working on uh eighth ounce uh smally quake but it's it's yes. it's hard man it's it is. It you is. can't Look. get it down deep you yep. can't get it as deep as we want it to it, it, i don't know what to do with it no i've had a couple options i mean even matt went and had his brother-in-law custom make mm -hmm. uh ch chatter blades uh, that mm -hmm. are smaller um but a couple ideas that i have is maybe running a um like a leader line in front of it with maybe some type of uh, lead weight to pull it down, almost like a, uh, an extended Tokyo rig. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's some of the things I've been thinking. I haven't had a chance to do it yet, but that's some of the things I'm thinking, but, uh, or figure out a way to bend that blade to drive it deeper. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I got to throw it earlier in January, I think January or February, something like that. And yeah. It just, it, it might be really good in fast, shallow riffles in the summertime. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm going to wait till then to try it. So see what happens. Yep. And then we're also working on, I don't know if Matt showed you the eighth ounce uh, spinner blade. Uh-uh. Yeah. Working on an eighth ounce spinner bait with a uh, single uh, double wide, I should say double wide, extra wide um, willow, number three willow with a gold blade. Nice. We're working Great. on that. You guys might have sent that in the group chat. Uh, I think so. 
that's cool. Heck yeah, man. It's cool to see guys uh, coming up with some like, you know, unique ideas. It's um, it's refreshing, you know, it's uh, it's like we were talking about before we started, man, it's a it's a tough game to get into, you know, and with a lot of people are kind of just doing their own thing with it yeah. or, you know, are starting trying to start companies with it, um, you know, but, you know, you guys uh, are trying to do some stuff that's going to set you apart from, you know, some of the normal stuff that you've been seeing, yeah. you know, it's not the same old thing. And I think that this custom, like, you know, customized options that you got on the website will help as well. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, nobody well, else is doing that. Are they? I mean, some people do. Yeah. So I kind of think what you see a lot of times is either a, you have people who are just, they do like custom work that themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I don't know that you can necessarily upload options like that. Yeah, um, that's what I'm know, saying. But, you know, a lot of the people that are doing it is on a smaller scale of, you know, kind of just personal conversations had right. between customer and, you know, the painter or whatever. But, you know, there's there's a lot of talented people out there. You know, there's a lot of talented yeah. people are like, you know, especially some of these guys um, that are artistic in general that are into fishing you know like um i think is it jody queen that's really artistic and he yeah he does some i think he does he paint i can't remember mm -hmm. but yeah he does on the side yeah and um you know some of these people make some crazy cool stuff uh who is the um what's her name she did our uh she did sponsored us for uh the tournament that we had the bracket tournament Brad, she does custom work too. She she's been on Susie's show. I can't remember her name offhand. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's she does the custom baits. You know, she does painting as well. So, but you know, it's um, dude, I wish you all the best of luck with it because I know it's 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 a, it's a tough one. You know, to kind of be like mm -hmm. really drive some good success out of it because there is a ton of people that are doing it or just doing it on their own. You know, sure. That soft plastic game, you know, of just buying some molds and people are starting to, yep. you know, do their own injections and stuff. And it's crazy because like our buddy Chris is doing it and he's like, you know, I'm not really doing it. Try to make money. I'm just, you know, saving myself money. Yeah. But he's like, but it's he's like, I don't know what it is, but it's therapeutic. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's like until I oh, burn yeah. myself. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What are you? Uh, another unique thing about us is all of our soft plastic comes in what we call a Reaper dozen. Yeah. So it's a kind of like a baker's day. You can get thirteen, but what's really unique is, let's just say you order um, a dozen of donkey tails. Let's say the black and blue uh, donkey tail. You'll get twelve black and blue donkey tail in one random color. Mm -hmm. So you never know what's going to be. So it gives you a chance to fish it if you like it. Brings you back. You know, buy yeah. some more or something like that. So, but uh, we, yeah. You want to hear something crazy? The uh, first pack that you guys ever gave me uh, into last year, yeah. I still haven't ran out of them. <laughs> the, the Ned Rigs. I, yeah. I still have the exact same pack yeah. of Ned Rigs. I have like five left. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just goes to show like the marketing hype with other brands out there, you know. Yeah. The plastic may not be as important as everybody's saying, you know. Well, yeah. I can name but, drop and I, and I won't, but uh, there are several big name companies 
that gets their stuff from the same place we do, but how they mm-hmm. market it is, is their stuff is, you know, better, stretchy, and this, that, and the other, but it's the exact same formula and material, same mold, same factory and everything, and we're half the price. Yep. I enjoy those Ned sticks, man, that you, mm-hmm. you guys have. I like them. Yeah. Good baits. Yeah. Yeah. So a, uh, here's a little spoiler alert. So we are, uh, we're actually trying to apply for an economical grant. Oh, to, right. yeah. So we, uh, we're trying to apply for an economical grant to hire, um, military veterans only to where we can actually do our own mold injecting and, uh, lead injecting for jigs for weights, all that kind of stuff. So we'll literally be able to paint crankbaits, make jigs, weights, whatever you need there and also do our own mold injected and not just hand pour. I'm talking about actual mold injected machines. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing, you know, 30, 40, 50 at a time. And so that's something we're going to shoot for and see if we can make it happen. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I forgot about it. And you told me that the other day, I was like, that's, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I really hope that works out for you guys, man. That's, that's good to hear. Uh, I do have some ideas, though. I, I'll probably be hitting you up about the the lead, the the lead stuff when you guys get ready for it because I'm pretty picky about my ball head jigs and what size hook. It's kind of hard to find exactly what I want. Sure. So, a lot of people Absolutely. don't have it. I go to the store. I can't find it. It drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're uh, we're willing to do whatever it takes. I mean. You know, why, uh, why make people conform to something they don't want? And that's yeah. kind of like our whole push behind it. Yep. Sweet. Well, awesome, man. Josh, you got Brad? No, I think I'm good. Ask- yeah, I'm good. Um, like I said, though, before, John, um, you know, keep up the good work, man. You guys are doing great. Um, you know, you take a really good professional approach to this. And, you know, um, cause I hadn't met you guys before Brad had talked to you guys, you know, and told me about you, but I, I, at the time was going through my divorce stuff. So I didn't get to be on the episode when you guys originally did the first one, but you know, getting to meet you at the open, dude, it was, it was refreshing, you know, to know that, you know, you guys are, you guys are, you're there, you're, you're presenting yourselves in a very good manner. You guys were very, very social with everybody at that show and, you did a lot of good things for people. You know, I mean, I remember Chris came over and bought this giant bag of worms from you guys and it was hilarious. <laughs> like, you know, and it was just, it, it was a good thing to see you guys kind of take like that approach to it. You know, you could have been, you could have been real stringent about it and been like, yeah, we're not, you know, we're just selling this stuff all at our normal prices or whatever. But I think yeah, you guys I mean, kind of saw an opportunity like, Hey, let's get our name out there. Absolutely. You know, so these guys, you know, are familiar with it. And I mean, what was kind of cool too is that you were in a you were in a way almost marketing locally because there were so many Ohio and Indiana yeah, and Illinois yeah. <laughs> Illinois crew. I mean, there was maybe yeah. a, just a couple other people from other states, really. Um, yeah. But man, just keep up the hard work, man. I wish you guys all the success in the world, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I really do. I don't know if I should <laughs> that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stop looking at these. They, they, they look so good. I know you posted a picture of it, right? Are those the ones that you posted the other day? Yeah. Today or yeah. So, so they that we good. just put up there that had, does not have a name that is not on the website. 
There you that go. Does hey, not have a name. There you go. Run a contest. I was about to say, let's run a contest ba- for the listeners right now. <laughs> there you, you go. Want to do it? Do it. Sweet. So, what what do you want to do for the winner? I I, I will paint them a two point five to one point five and send it to them. Awesome. All right, guys. So we'll make a show post when this airs. Comment what you think this crankbait should be called. I don't. I can't get a. Just so it's you, a. It's it's an orange. It's an orange throat, chartreuse body, and it's overlaid with mesh, like a meshing. Uh, that's uh, black. It's almost like a dirty, dirty look to it. Yeah, I would say, Brad, what you need to do is take a, a another good shot of it. Um, solo by itself. And when you make the post, um, you know, put the one, five, three graphic on it and whatnot, and then post it up for, you know, whether on our show or if you want, well, I don't know if you want to do it soon and then we could pick, pick the winner when our, the show airs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's going to be, be this show won't air to, uh, John until not this Thursday, but next Thursday. Cause we've got one ahead of you. So, but uh, then that way, if you want to do it that way, Brad, or you could start it from the day of the, the show airing or whatever. But I would say take a picture of it because yeah. this camera does not – your camera doesn't do these things justice whatsoever. So I, I knew. <laughs> I don't think it's your camera necessarily as much as it's that white uh, ring light you got. So. That and it won't focus. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll it's do like that. A, it's not going to focus when you do this the whole time. <laughs> I know. Even when I hold it right here, it doesn't focus either. Though, so. It's probably because the it, it tries to. It starts to, but I think it's yeah. having issues because the um, hooks are swinging. So, but yeah, um, so that's a great idea, guys. Um, Brad will take a picture of that bait. Um, we'll throw it up. Um, whenever Brad kind of decides to, and we'll see who can, uh, you know, come up with the best name and John, we'll let you pick it, man. Whatever you like the most. Don't let us down guys. Come on. We need, we need need a bunch of answers on this. So that'd be cool. Awesome. All right, man. Awesome. Brad, anything else, dude? Uh, no, just wanted to give him the floor to shout out anything he wants to shout out before we end it. Yeah. Well, I just appreciate Pat on Finn for allowing us to come on this year. It's uh, It's been a, a huge undertaking, but we are very grateful. Um, great group of guys, great group of people and, and lady. And uh, they're just some awesome people, and they connect with people very well. So I just thank you for the opportunity. If you need a kayak, you need to go to uh, Simple Sailor in uh, Blue Ash and uh, get yourself hooked up with the kayak. Thank you. Yeah. And they can follow you guys at the one five three baits um, on Instagram and Facebook, and that is correct. All right, cool. All right, Brad, you want to take us out, dude? Oh, I guess I don't want it to end. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. You made it this far. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, tune in next week and uh, have a good rest of the week. See ya. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, in fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle in Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, in fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle in Finn. 
on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.